Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to another episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. Today's guests are two people who literally just make me smile. Just looking at them now, they're grinning back at me, and I absolutely love that. Our paths have crossed over the years many, many times, and I feel like there are so many similarities between their family and ours, apart from we don't live on a farm. It sounds like it, but we don't. <laughs> um, it is the amazing JB and Chloe Gill. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you? We're good. We're good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I mean, you know, it's been a weird old year. But yeah. Now, you know, it's been, honestly. Yeah, it's been mad. <laughs> I still we feel like swimming? we're going through it. It's not really real, is it? I know. I keep saying to myself that, you know, back in lockdown, it's like, we're not out of that no, yet. No, we're still we're there. We're still in that. <laughs> How have you guys found this year with the kids? It's been interesting, actually, because... As you say, you know, we've we've been uh, sort of following you guys and seeing the similarities and stuff. And I think we were very similar to you in the sense that we were very, very cagey about going back to school. And when the kids were off school and stuff, we were very wary about how quickly we 
Kiara hadn't started yet, so how quickly we introduced Ace. And I think he only went back for the last couple of weeks of the term, um, mm. which we felt he needed at the time. And we obviously things kind of changed to, at that time. But it was okay. Like he worked well from home, mm. and because it was really just him and Kiara's only. Well, she wasn't two yet, but um, she was two in the, the July. I think she it was okay. It was yeah, she, she loved it. She was like, this is the best ever. Everyone's at home, everyone's having a great time and no one leaves. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> well, you must have had it as well that Kiara... So Kiara and Max are literally like a month apart. Yeah. yeah. And I felt like at the start of this whole thing, I was like, oh, my God. And like, by the end of the summer, he'll be up and down this climbing frame. Yeah. The next day, he yeah. was up and down that climbing frame. Yeah. Like, it just feels like they have advanced so much yeah. during this time. I know, it feels like it has been a year, but literally from one to two is mad anyway. Mm. And it's like, she's talking, she's a proper person. Like, we potty trained, we did it, we've done, like, literally everything. We just, yeah. I was, I'm yeah. Sergeant Guys, Major when heroes. it comes to potty training anyway. I'm just like, let's go, you're hitting... What sixteen months? You need to be in knickers or pants. Like no. I'm literally no. I'm literally like what, what, you're behind Ace. I'm like this is just outrageous. And they say girls are better than boys. Um, <laughs> so I was like lockdown. You are in. You're in your knickers, honey. Let's go. So she she was great. But yeah. looking at the beginning, you know, in March and now, it's like it's a different. It's a different person. It's a mm. massive, massive difference, especially in that one to two. But she just she just mimicked Ace because obviously Ace was having to do the home lessons and working on Zoom and all this sorts of stuff. And you know Ace is actually the focused one out of the two. So he was you know there was a little especially when working with me anyway. There were a couple of teething problems, <laughs> but with Chloe he's really really good and he sits down and he focuses and he gets on with it. And having sort of the, the class lessons as well was really really good for him because he wanted to see his friends and mm. be involved with that. And Kiara literally whenever she was awake anyway she just wanted to do the same thing as him. So yeah, she, she had all her cool. yeah ABC. She, she was getting out, she was like, oh, school time. And, you know, and then colors. we have a bit of snack and then we had lunch together because we're trying to make, you know, obviously with the school day, you're trying to get the set work in mm. as well. So we were kind of trying to do it with Kiara as well, just with her colours and stuff. But she thought it was super cool. She had a great time. She, was, she, th she thinks it's great. She doesn't understand why Daddy has to go back to work now. <laughs> she's like, it's where's weird, Dad isn't it? Yeah, she's like, And I think, like, for me, I spent so much of when they were newborns being really conscious of not having a child who wouldn't go to other people and, mm. you know, constantly going places and getting them familiar with different faces and stuff. And now all of a sudden, that's it. They've had yeah. so much time with just you. So whatever work you put in, yeah. well, that's all gone. Yeah. yeah. But in the other, on the other hand, I feel like it's actually made, made me realise that sometimes I maybe got worried about things I didn't need to because yeah. what we've done with, like, Max is so confident and so secure but he will still go with anyone, but yeah. for very different reasons yeah. To, yeah. to what Buzz would have in the first in, in, at the start. Yeah, you're totally right. And I think one of our biggest concerns was Kiara starting school. By school, I mean nursery, but she mm. was going to start where Aces is, and that would, obviously was in the September. So it's just gone, and she's gone into nursery, and she's mm. done really, really well. But our concern was that because she hadn't had the exposure to the classes, being one of the youngest in the year group, things like that. I we done were like, any swimming. Like, yeah, she's not done swimming. swimming. She's not done I all done the any stuff. Of those things. Did. I didn't yeah. do any of those things. I was doing heart beeps and all of that. And I feel like I'd set it all ready to go. Mm. And you know, it just, it just, everything got cancelled. Which is why you know the baby club's so brilliant because we, <laughs> we do that from home. Shout you know, we, we are, we are big fans of the baby club, <laughs> and we're singing and we're clapping because obviously that's at home. But I do feel like that time of you know, her going to a class with mummy or daddy, you know, mm. we didn't have. And she's now started her little nursery. And 
I, I was a bit worried of her, mm. you know, how she going to settle in? Because you do, don't you? And she was just like, this is crazy. We've been locked in for however long and now you're putting me with people I have no idea of. I was just really emotional. But, you know, she's really settled in and I think she has settled in a bit better than he did, really, when you look at it from both mm. of them. But it's, it's, it has been a really, really strange time. But then there's been really good parts of it as well that we've been, been able to spend so much time as a family together and I'm really trying to bring yeah. the positives out of, you know, Jay and has been at home for loads of things and we've made loads of memories and we've done loads of things at home that we you don't do when you're rushing around doing so many hundred things a day. It's, really it's a strange. weird one. I think because I do work from home most of the time anyway, yeah. it hasn't felt that strange mm. not leaving the house. Like I can remember when Tommy used to go off on tour. I mean, it was pre-kids. But I put the chain across in the front door and then realised five days later when I was taking the bin out, this is my first outing. Like, that's, I'm really used Told to that. Told you we didn't win out But I think there is a thing with kids suddenly. So you're you're used to being out of the situation because yeah. you work from home, but suddenly the kids are there as well. Yeah. And it's very different. But you guys live on a farm. That feels like endless fun. Honestly, you know, we have feel so blessed. Yeah. During this time, it's really made us, you know, reflect on everything that we have. And, you know, yeah. we have this amazing space and we have animals and, you know, we have space to just walk on our farm and it's our space. Well, we were very grateful for the space because it meant mm. that we could go out and have a change of scenery. And for someone mm. like Ace, who, you know, hadn't seen his friends and hadn't been able to go to school and all of those sorts of mm. things, those things that are normal to him and that he mm. enjoys because he's a very sociable boy, you know, a very sociable person. Like, he thrives off having people and just not even been able to see the grandparents or yeah. his cousins and things like that. It's it a big deal for him. But being able to go out and have a change of scenery and if, Chatting you know, to he, the animals. That's chatting it. To the just yeah. go and run and, you know, whatever it is. And we went into the woods and, you know, we did some stuff with uh, the, the National Trust on Instagram and, you know, we went for a little, you know, went hunting. You know, all yeah. that sort of stuff is just... Yeah. It's, really it's an cool. afternoon of fun that you that you wouldn't have had unless you had to be at home. Mm. But, of course, not everyone has access to that kind of space. So, mm. as I say, we really, really appreciated it. So the life that you've given your kids, were your childhoods anything like it? Like, did either of you grow up on a farm? Was there lots <laughs> well, of space? It's really strange because um, my dad's Irish and we go over to Ireland all the time, but my family have, like... Um, a bed and breakfast and that's all on a farm so I have as a child was always on the go-karts with my cousins running after it like chasing cows and you know <laughs> crazy stuff so for yeah, me cousins are crazy, my so. cousins are crazy <laughs> like crazy driving yeah so um so for me it wasn't something that I've ever been like oh we need to live on a farm it's just been part of my life every time we went to Ireland we would stay with my cousins and we were always on the farm as children mm. um so I've just always it's been part of me so especially yeah. when we're little, going to get eggs and stuff. But yeah. you, you, you as well. I mean, especially my, my, I, I call it the formative years. So pre five, um, I lived pretty much in the Caribbean. So um, my mum and my dad, we were based in Barbuda, Antigua, and I was there till I was about four, I think, before I started school, and then I went to, to primary school here in the UK. Um, okay. And we, I mean, I grew up with horses and we had fruit, you know, in the back garden and stuff like that and mango trees. And 
you know, if you think of the West Indies, especially historic West Indies and, you know, all the sugar cane plantations and all that sort of stuff, you know, it's very much, uh, I guess I throw back to that. And, and it's very much village life as well, which I think I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, and of course, their life is, is a much slower pace. You know, everybody, you know, you know, the people who make your bread, you know, the people who get the fish, you know, you know, you know, everybody. So um, it's very much a community lifestyle. And that's something that I've always enjoyed you know and I suppose that's kind of how we've come full circle yeah it's funny isn't it thinking um, about it like that I didn't yeah. really realize that but when you talk about it like that I said both of us from a young age have always been it's been part of our life mm. funny so did you both have big families you, my family's you massive. massive family what's your mum my what, immediate family what is, no, what's, me brother, what's but... mum or your mum one of so my mum's one of 13 <gasps> and what's your dad one of and my dad's one of nine that's outrageous how, you can't oh beat that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I've got, I, I haven't met half my cousins. That's Still. outrageous. So you're like, when we go to Italy, like when we were younger, we'd be chatting up different boys and, yeah. you know, <laughs> just having a little flirt. And dad would come over and go, oh, so you've met your cousin. He'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Everyone we talked to was a cousin. You're like, dad, are you just winding us up now? Literally. I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been, whenever I go back to the Caribbean, I always get... Oh yeah, so you're da 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 da, and you're McChesney's child, and you're all of this sorts of stuff, and I don't even know who these people are. No idea. That's pretty amazing, though, and I do think there's something about those sorts of communities where there's a real sense of everyone looking after each other as well. Mm. Like with my nonna in the village in Italy, it's kind of one person grows the runner beans, one person mm. grows the tomatoes, one person has the chickens, and they pass around the eggs and stuff. And there's yeah. I just find it absolutely amazing that mm. everyone just looks after each other yeah. and there is that just, there's that hub. Yeah. So it's not that surprising that you guys have placed yourself on a farm, <laughs> you know, where that, you know, it, it just, to, to me, it does feel like that sense of like just openness and community that comes with a, with a farm. No, it really does. And you know what? I think even transitioning into the farming community and Jay going from like the different industries the industry is so welcoming mm. and we've been really? to like award ceremonies and we've been to, you know, um, we've met so many different people over the years and they're such a lovely community and they always want to help like whatever we can do or they'll come down and they'll do stuff like just in every sense of farming, doesn't matter if it's food or even bees or, yep. you know, um, like livestock, anything like they're just so helpful. And I really do. It's such a nice community to be a part of. Mm. Mm. How did you two meet? <laughs> um, on the X Factor. Oh my gosh, early doors. Oh Chloe. yeah, Hans, been there from the day, from the beginning, <laughs> like you girl. <laughs> um, yeah, we met on the show, so. Uh, were, well, you dance, were you dancing? So I was dancing them? on yeah. the show, so I was one right. of the book dancers for that series that week. They were the contestants, but we've got similar friends, so um, yeah. one of, I remember we met on the show and yeah. he fell in love with me straight away. Obviously, G, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. I'm joking. Don't, don't we have got different stories, but we're going to that. Stories, that. What we were going to <laughs> um, so we, there was some kind of connection there. We got on really well. We, got, we all got on really well that week yeah. and um, found out that one of my friends that I went to school with, one of my good friends, her brother was in Jay's year. So right. it was... They like they he Jay's checks and going, what's she really like? What's this one? I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I check I just had to, you know, keep tabs on her, check up on her a little bit. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Obviously, complete diva and don't go near her. Then he couldn't leave me alone, G. So um, <laughs> <laughs> And was this literally so you were booked for one week? So I did I only did one week that year. 
one week. The rest of the years, I was like on every show, but that week I did one week, you know, there was lots of dancers that were coming back regularly. There was like six blondes, I had short, really blonde hair that week. And we met on the show and it was just, it was crazy. Like we just had a mad connection and just, it was like a friendship connection. It was just, it was from that day, I don't think we ever stopped talking. And it, we both didn't want a relationship. Both of us were really? just like, no, yeah. Well, we were both at the he start of our just careers. Starting I just and... turned, no, I hadn't even turned 22 yet. I was still 21. Chloe had just this turned This was like 92. my first biggest no, job. Like I'd been, I'd been doing um, like ballet for years and this is like X Factor for a commercial dancer. I'm working for Brian Friedman. Are you kidding me? I'm 19 years old. This is like, no way I'm getting distracted. And I'm very like, no, this is it, not happening. But just, you know, we just kept coming back and doing different shows. Like they were performing at the Brits. I was dancing at the Brits and, you know, our paths just didn't, we just mirrored each other. And yeah, we did. Every, every, it wasn't like we were trying to separate, but it was like we were both really focused and we're both really young. And it just, we just then just carried on being together for the whole way. It was crazy. Now I'm stuck with him, Jay. I can't get rid of the guy. I mean, he has a nice smile. All right. That's, that's what I will say. Um, at what point, because I think there comes a time, especially which is quite difficult, I think, with everyone doing the job that they do in terms of us four, to kind of go, Actually, I think we maybe should pin ourselves down a little bit and start a family. It does feel like a big step. Mm. At what point did you guys kind of go, we need to do this, this is the right time? Well, I think for us, it was more when we got married. And I'm old school, so I'm like really, really old school. Like it, I mean, it gets this is a bit serious we... and boring. Yeah. Get, this is when he becomes very <laughs> serious, but he is. He... But... But for me, like you, like you mentioned, you know, it, it was very much close, what clothes doing, what I'm doing, and we were on our own sort of trajectory. And I, all, I don't know, it's just, it's just the way that I've, I guess, been brought up or just the way that I am. Like, for me, I always knew if I was getting married or if I was married, that's it. Like, that's just, there's, you know what I mean? It's like it's a piece of paper stuck together and it's never been separated. That's just well, how my... long, how long were you two together before you got married? Five, five, six, five years? Six Three, years? Six years, I think. Yeah, yeah see, I think it's... we were about eight. So it, I do feel like it does get to that point where what are we waiting what's next? for? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of, it, I was saying, you know, what's next? <laughs> are we, you know? <laughs> no, but you I, were, you were I wasn't too to much pressure. I was still yeah. young, though. I was about 25. We, yeah. But I think, you know, we knew we were going to be together. Yeah. And it was all like, I'd, well, I didn't really feel like I was putting pressure on no, you. But you I just think it sort of just happened. And then you kind of took the rein on it and you were like, right, we're getting married. And I, I knew him. So I knew mm. once we got married, it was kind of like, he is like, let's go, not family kids, but he did say to me that he was never having children in JLS. He did, that oh, was really? kind of, yeah, that was kind mm. of his saying. He said he doesn't Why? want to be around touring with them really, right. really little. And he said, you know, you've got to wait 10 years. So in my head, I was thinking, okay, well, you know, when we first met, I had 10 years before we had babies. That's kind of what he always said to me. So yeah. that all happened a bit sooner. And yeah. then, I don't know. Well, I, I was just ready. And I was. I, I remember oh, yeah, I was okay. trying to work out how I could propose and how I could do all the stuff. And I heard all the, you know, all the amazing stuff that Tom did and, you know, all of these <laughs> young, because not many people get married at our age, you know, yeah. not, in, not in this yeah. day and age anyway. So I'm like thinking, how am I going to do this? Am I going to go on stage? Am I going to do this? We had the last tour coming up. Yeah, he was and thinking I, I'd about already the ordered the ring, done, sorted all of that. And I'm just like, how am I going to do this? And I decided against doing it at the O2. I would have um, died. I would yeah, have died. That was a good decision in the end. Um, <laughs> but isn't it funny though? Because I think any fan of a band, 
when you are thinking about your, you know, absolute hero that you fancy the pants off, like proposing to you, not the people that we, I mean, like fangirl yeah, 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 kind yeah, yeah. of obsessed with, it is literally, it's that declaration of oh love that's kind of in front of every other fan and going, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The reality is you're kind of like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. Like, Don't even do it in a restaurant. Like I would just be like molting. Yeah. It's just not me. As much as I'm like, yeah, yeah, diva, diva, ha, ha, ha. Everyone's like, oh, she doesn't mind. She'll love it. Actually, no, that I would have been like, oh my goodness, I think yeah. I'm going to hide under the chair right now in the OT. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do the OT. And, uh, but yeah, we, we um, so I, I proposed to Chloe and then pretty much, I, I think that was, that was in January. Mm. And then we found out we were pregnant yeah, we with Ace, know. I yeah. think in just after we got married, which is in the May. So how, talk to me about that moment. What? That little surprise of finding out that yeah, you were that was a surprise. Those. He he got a little bit nervous. There. Yeah, I did. Not because not because no, you were of just like okay, of having children, but it was just very sudden, and I, yes. I don't think I was expecting it to be as quick as that. Do you know what I mean? And so, and for me, I take things like that very very seriously. So I was like, cool, well, now we need to get ready. Now we need to get prepared. We need to read all the books. Oh, yeah, we he read everything. We need to sort everything. up. He we read need everything. to speak to everybody. You know, I'm very much like, I need to know everything. I want to know. And my mum my mom is a nurse by, by trade, by profession as well. So, you know, for me, I was literally trying to find out all the ins and outs, all the bits and pieces. Yeah. Were you, you know. constantly asking Chloe how she was during pregnancy? No, he was probably just having uh, the the midwives knowing him. He was in there like, because they ask you questions, don't they? They're like, so how are you feeling? And then I'm I'm a bit like, oh yeah, I'm cool. And then Jay's just like, well, why would you do 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 do? And the poor midwife was just like, oh, he's a full on one. But he was like wanting to know everything, weren't you, Jay? Yeah, of course. He's so he's so into it all, which is amazing. To, to, so much so that I, I, it makes me really lazy. So they're like, what are you allergic to? I'm like, don't know, ask him. Ask him. I'm like, just, he'll tell you in there. He's like, penicillin, this, 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 this. And then I'm like, what is it again, Jay? Do you know what it was? I just felt like that was my role. And even obviously yeah. when we, you know, if we touch on labour and all that sort of stuff, you know, I just felt like my job was to make sure whatever Chloe needed and whatever she felt was relayed and was communicated to the relevant people. That's it, you know. And and Chloe's a very self-sufficient person, so she she's not one of those um, women, I guess, who feel like the need to be actively supported. Like she'll do a lot by herself. Yeah. But when she does need to, like, do you know I mean? I just took it upon myself to support her in the way that she needed to. So I would be on her saying, "What do you need? What do you want to do?" You know, with the birth plan as an example. You know, okay, how do you want to play it? And then it's a case. So what of, was your birth plan? Well, I I had an amazing pregnancy. I yeah. actually love being pregnant. Um, and I, my birth plan was just going to be no drugs in my head. This is what I was like: no drugs. Don't I want to feel the pain? And I'm quite strange like that. I think being a dancer, I like to feel the pain. It's really strange, yeah, but I, I actually that, yeah. like, I understand my body so well. I wanted to actually feel what was going on. So in my head, I was like, once I I have start having contractions, I want to understand when they're telling me to push what I'm supposed to be doing. I didn't. I don't like not being in, in control. Like, I don't really like getting drunk because I don't like not being in control. I'm a bit, not a control freak, but I like would like to feel what they're saying to me. Yeah. So in my head, I was um, natural birth. Thought I'd get in the water at some point. I love water. Didn't necessarily think I'd have a water birth, but wanted to get into the water. That's just what in, in my head. So that's kind of what we... 
Yeah, we didn't we, really think of anything else, didn't no. look at anything else. And we were actually underprepared. I think was a bad point yeah. because I think... Do you think? Yeah, yeah, I do think you should look at every scenario because you don't know what can happen. And no one encourages us to do that, really, which is one thing that we always tell... All our friends. Yeah, friends we say, look at everything, yeah. you know. But actually what we needed someone to say was, be prepared for the plan to go out the window. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's good that, to have that's a plan. Okay. That's, that's okay. Absolutely fine. There's, exactly, yeah. and I, that's, that's the one thing that I would say from that experience. And you know, for me, you know, that's so when you know people are coming into the room and saying, "Oh, well, we're concerned about this, and the heart rate is slowing down, and da, 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 all these sorts of questions," I was like, "Yeah, but you know what she wants to do, so don't ask us if there's an option. You know what the option is. Yeah. There is no option. Do you know what I mean? But if the choice is taken out of our hands, which inevitably it was taken out of our hands." That's fine. But do you know what I mean? I think because we weren't prepared yeah. for that eventuality, it was quite... It, it became it, very stressful quite quickly. Mm. And as I say, like, from, I'm, a very, I'm usually a very calm person and I like to think through processes. I don't get overly worried about stuff. I'm very much a, well, it is what it is, let's deal with it as we face it kind of person. And I do think we did that. I think we did well considering, but there was definitely a few moments where I was just, yeah, yeah a bit prepared. out of the room. And it was. I That's think not was, like him either. Yeah, That's not, not like, like him. So then I was like, uh, <laughs> he's meant to be the calm one here and he's meant to have all the answers. <laughs> so now it's so, not great. So talk us through it. What, like, what happened at the early stages of labour? How did you know it was all happening? So I'm 10 days, 11 days over. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, he's got me on walks. I'm doing it all. I'm literally doing it all. Like the head is there. Like I can feel like you're there, but he's just not. You know, my waters haven't gone or anything. And um, they said I was going to have to go in for a, a, an induction that morning. And I ended up going into labour early hours. So my contractions started. I spent the whole day at home um, just with contractions to a point where they were like a minute and a half apart. And then I went into hospital. Wasn't dilating. I think I got to like two centimetres. And then I was just there all day. And I was just having full on contractions, but no dilating. They ended up, I remember them breaking my waters mm. and saying, you know, let's get things moving now. It's been too long. And his heart rate kept, you know, dipping. going, dipping, going. Mm. Every yeah. time I was contracting, his heart rate was yeah. dipping. So there was obviously something going on. So I remember them saying, listen, we're going to break your waters. So I was like, cool. And I me just want gas in there because I'm just like, no, I'm not, I miss it. I'm not having anything. Do you want anything? No, no, I'm fine. I want to feel what's going on. <clears throat> I'm tired now, though. It's been like a couple of days, I think, of... Yeah. yeah, it's going on. I think it ended up being like 40 hours and I was just, I'm tired. So they broke my waters and I had gas and air for that. And then I remember, I, who might be able to tell you better, but I remember that when they broke my waters, there was a bleed of some sort and they weren't sure what that was, which we know now, I, Ace was wrapped round two or three times and I think the percent, there was a rip of something. The percentage. All, so because yeah, yeah. there was a bleed, they then, it was then, you know, Boom, everybody's in the room. Can you sign this? And I was like, I'm not signing anything. He then was now, you know, not 100%. And I'm thinking, oh, here we go. He's meant to be the one that knows all the answers in my eyes. And then we've got everybody in the room and then we're getting rushed to the theatre and then the heart rate's dipping. And I remember saying, please don't lose my baby. Like, that was, that's all I was worrying about was just don't let the baby... They said, it's not the baby, the baby's okay. You, we're worrying about you. Oh, and then when they said they weren't about me, then he's now really worried. So we're at the theatre and I'm on the table and I, I'm 
oh, I don't like hospitals anyway, G. This is why I think I go a bit quiet, you know, in terms mm. of once we get to hospital, then he kind of takes over. It's not really my room. I don't like injections, don't like any of it. And I remember them trying to get, you know, my spinal tap in and it was all a bit crazy, wasn't it, at that point? Yeah. And I think you went very quiet and I just didn't like that. And I thought, here we go. Like, he's not being the normal he's very calm he doesn't get he gets angry twice a year <laughs> literally honestly and you know and then all everybody's um everyone's doing it's all a bit crazy and then anyway um ace comes out and you hear him cry and everything's fine and it was i was fine didn't have to have any you know blood transfusion or anything i think that it there was just when the cord came down it must have ripped and that's what ended up being a bit of a bleed and i remember ace coming out and then cut going to you did you cut the cord uh, not with Ace, I don't think. No, so then uh, well, he was coming over and they said, oh, do you want to see him? They said. And <laughs> I went, I don't want to see anything because I would probably faint because I'm thinking my stomach's open. Honestly, I'm, I don't want to see anything. He's gone, she's having that baby now, skin to skin, skin to skin. Because he's thinking now I'm rejecting the baby because he's now thinking she's gone through this trauma. She's, and he's like, no, no, no. Get, and he's, he's literally getting the baby and he's putting him on me. And I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm no, he didn't go on you in the end. <laughs> you were but, panicking, weren't well, you? Yeah, because, I mean, I read too many books, G. Yeah. <laughs> He was literally. Honestly, Tom read books about the bond, and that screwed us over. Yeah. Because he, Tom he was he's freaking. He's going. It. She's she's rejecting it. She's she doesn't want to hold it. And I was thinking they were asking me if I wanted to see, and if I saw anything, I would have just been like. Well, that's the thing. Do you think because it had all gone so off piece that you were kind of like, no, yeah, let's get back on, like, yeah, get probably. back with the program. You did. You. I think subliminally, yeah. You know. Um, in hindsight, now I'm thinking about it, I feel like those special moments that you almost fairy tale, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, with your birth, especially the firstborn and so on and so forth, we didn't really get to have, like cutting the cord, we didn't get to have. I was so concerned about Chloe's welfare that to be honest, I, I disregarded, well, as soon as I heard him cry, I was just like, fine. But with the greatest respect, like I don't know this person. This is a new yeah. person, like my person is Chloe, do you know what I mean? And of course, everything was fine. So that sounds a little bit harsh at the moment. No, now, but I but think you were, you were, the, you were Yeah, worried. the motive state that I was in, because I was just like, I don't know if she's going to be okay. And, you know, I'm not here to, to lose my wife. And, you know, we've just had, you know, had this baby. And as I say, everything was all right in the end. But for me, I was very much concerned I think you were in shock, that. you know. I actually think, I think when, like, your mum came after, it wasn't long after, and she said, I think I think you were in shock. I think it it went from, it goes from very calm, and you're in a situation like that it turns into a bit of an emergency. It it goes very frantically, and it goes very quick, and, and things can go wrong, you know. And it well, luckily, we were okay, and... But I think you took on that worry because obviously it was me. I think you just mm. took on the worry of everything and was just like, well, is she okay? Baby's okay. Is now Chloe okay? Yeah. Did it take you a while to process the birth and everything that you oh, experienced? Oh, gee, I was out for a year. Yeah. Really? I, I, I would say I wasn't. I breastfed for a year and I would say the first six months. He's, you say I came through a bit better, but you a bit quicker, but I, I wasn't myself. I really mm. struggled mentally with what had happened and I think I just because I, ha I hadn't prepared and if I had prepared I, I wouldn't have got I wouldn't have got as I was I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I ever got depressed but I had to really talk to myself and also I think there's that thing of when you are a strong person you don't want to admit that no. this thing that is meant to be the most beautiful thing ever mm -hmm. has broken you yeah when you look back as well we've said it to each other a lot like 
how did we find it so hard? Like, yeah. how? But then you realise that your whole life flips Flip. upside down. Yeah. Especially and with you the are totally, you're no longer in control no. of what is happening with your life. Like, this little thing is, has come in mm. and totally stampeded over everything you thought was normal. Mm -hmm. mm. Absolutely. Such a massive shift. Mm. In your, in your relationship, as individuals, mm. as people, the responsibility of having a newborn. It's just like, wow, I can't sleep properly anymore now because I can hear a little noise. And is that, are you breathing? Are you okay? What's going on? Oh, do you need feeding? Like, there's so much going on. And I just think from that, the minute that baby, you know, from being in the hospital, that mini baby comes out, you'll just, you just change. It's yeah. completely different. You're just a... You can prepare people and tell them, but you can't explain that feeling mm. until that happens. It's mm. it's crazy. It's crazy feeling, but amazing feeling. What a, what a blessing these children are. Yeah, like miracles. It fascinates me. Mm. At what point did that all lift, and you kind of felt yourself starting to enjoy well, being I, a mum? I think I was, you know, in and out. So yeah, you know, when I left, you know, being in theatre and I'm breastfeeding. I'm, I'm literally like, wow, you're here. Like, you're actually here. I've been talking to you for nine months and you've been kicking me and, like, waking me up <laughs> and you're here. So that was going in and out and I was just... Bat I think I was battling with myself rather than anything with... Like, it wasn't towards Ace. The mm. Like, I was holding him, I was staring at him, I was talking to him. Like, the connection and bond I had with Ace was there instantly. So I didn't ever feel anything towards him or um, not reject him or anything. I didn't feel that because I know some people feel that way mm. as well and they don't really understand why. That wasn't ever there. It was more, I'm not able. What happened to me? Why didn't my body do that? And then that was all about myself. So the battle I was having and the upset was in my body and my feelings rather than... So with Ace, I, he would just I'd just look at him and then I would just be completely in love. So... And I've always wanted to be a mum. It's just something I've always wanted to do. I was with my sister. We used to walk around with like, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, what are those things? You know, those blow up balloons or whatever. I'm pregnant. I was always pregnant when we played mum's dad. So ask me why. I'm literally on the, you know, on the bikes pregnant. So I was just every every day Chloe's pregnant. But I just I always wanted to be a mum. Which is what makes it hard, I think, when you do become a mum yeah. and it's not how yeah. you pictured oh. and you're not as able and yes. capable as you thought you would naturally be 100% so that I think that's what it was it was the the shock of whoa I can't do bath time what do you mean I can't do bath time mm. I can't go and do I can't I was just wasn't able my and then I, I just gave into it I think and I just thought you know what that's Jay's role like Chloe let go you can't do everything like let yourself go and just let your body repair and, you know, just be in the moment, enjoy this moment. And yeah. just then I think I just ended up kind of letting go of everything that I'd been through and thought, you know, I'm just lucky to be here. You know, it could have gone, it could have gone completely differently. And, you know, something could happen to one of us. You know, I'm okay and he's okay. He's healthy and he's gorgeous. And I just completely fell in love with him. So it wasn't, that was, that was quite instant and... Yeah, no, it's just, it's so crazy thinking about it. He's like six now. It's Isn't so it crazy. He's so crazy. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So at what point did you two go, you know what, I think we're due another? Um, well, we did this dance show. Oh, dance, you dance, two were amazing, <laughs> absolutely amazing. That, we'd never, you know, I never worked for the boys, ever. It was a, well, this show came about and they were like, what do you think? And we thought, you know what? We've actually never worked together. This could be quite cool. And we had to go and live in Amsterdam and Ace yeah. came with us. It was it was a mad time. <laughs> and but, also, though, what an amazing time to almost reconnect as a couple. Yeah, no. Because yeah. I do amazing. think that kids come along and they kind of do stampede through that as well and that your whole, you know, focus shifts... And it, what an amazing opportunity to kind of just go, you and me, babe. Oh, honestly, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. crying in rehearsals because dance <laughs> has been my whole life. And um, obviously... I'd when... be like, you looked at me for longer than five seconds. No, don't. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't it. It was like, it was really, I was really emotional because I was gone back to doing something that I absolutely love. I yeah. love dancing. Yeah. And I was in rehearsal. I was just like, this is so cool. Like, we're doing this together. It's about us. Like you say, we're reconnecting. Like, it's something that we both love. We love performing. And we've been given this opportunity to get two together. So we kind of did that show. And I remember after that show, everyone was like, well, you know, he's two. You're two and a half. You're going to go again. And I was a bit like, oh, no, do I want to do that again? Do I want to do that? And Jay is like, wants four. So oh, he's really? just like, the clock is ticking, <laughs> honeybee. And um, I think we just then got to a point when we were, we were like, OK. No, I, Didn't I, we? Yeah, well, I think it was... It, it was, was just around then. Yeah, I mean, it was partially... The fact that I think we'd come through that whole process and I, I think thinking about it now that was the time where actually you were starting to work like do more things that Chloe wanted to do mm. rather than yeah. just mummy needed to do 
if that well, makes sense. Well, feeling like you again, that, that makes complete yeah. sense. It, it's it's Chloe rather than exactly. yeah. Ace's mum. The mummy, yeah. yeah. And and also, I think that was actually probably the turning point, although we didn't necessarily realise it at the time, where we started to do like, have more of a um, joint game plan. Obviously, yeah. the game plan was joint because we're married and whatever mm. else. But I mean, as in terms of career-wise, mm. um, you know, in hindsight now, when I'm thinking about it, that was de definitely a shift. And, you know, we, we were on the fence about doing it, to be honest with you, because up until that point, I'd been doing everything sort of outside the house in that respect. Instagram wasn't as hot, or not for us anyway, at that time. So it wasn't very, you know, it wasn't influencer and influencer and all that sort of stuff it connected to work. It was very much... TV and all, you know all the other stuff mm. basically, mm. Um, and obviously you couldn't, Chloe couldn't do that at the time. So it was very much me doing that and kind of providing for the family in that respect, and Chloe providing for the family at home kind of thing. Um, but that, as I say, was was both of us. We both had to be out of the house. We both had to be rehearsing. We had to get uh, Chloe's mum to come out to Amsterdam and almost act as nanny to look after Race because we're obviously both very hands-on, but we're in rehearsals all day and all that sort yeah. of stuff. So we just juggling that and managing that. It definitely gave me my fire back. It definitely yeah. brought my fire back. It was a... Uh... And, you know, I'd always encourage you to do anyway. I think that was the time where you could actually say... I want to do this mm, and yeah. I want to aspire to this and I want to have, you know, accomplish this ambition, which Chloe's always been like that. I think but... I found myself again, exactly. though. I think mm -hmm. it, it through that process, which I'm really glad we did, I kind of found a bit of Chloe again and, um, you know, just, I just it kind of like it back ignited me. Um, and it was a great process for me, especially have with Ace being there and, and then as for us as a couple. And then I think after that, I was like, okay, well, maybe we could do this again. Maybe we could have another baby now. I'll kind of, you know. Do you, feel like just the, school. do you feel yeah. like just the general fact that you could find yourself again made yeah. you go, it's okay, I won't be that forever. Yeah. That's a period 100. of time. 100. I, I do remember at one point being like, okay, I'm coming back. That's what I felt like. And uh, everyone always says to me, oh, how long? I said, it took me a year. I always say a year. And, you know, everyone's like, that's so long. And I'm like, yeah, it was a process for me. And uh, I, uh, it was a year. And then a year later, we ended up doing that show. And I think maybe it was a, it, a, a few things. And then I felt like, okay, Chloe's, you know, definitely been reignited again. And I feel, now I felt like myself again. I was like, okay, maybe I, we could, not that I was ever going to have any others. I always wanted to have more, but... yeah. I, it, I needed to get back to a certain point to go, okay, yeah. we're good to go whenever now kind of thing. Like if we want to have another one, that's it. And I think we always said that we wanted to get Ace to school. Yeah. My my sister and I are four years apart. And I if right. that in my head, I think it was a similar, so that's what we've done with our two. But, um, but there was also mental preparation. I remember you telling me that you had... Chloe had to be in the right frame of mind to go through that again. And it, that definitely didn't happen for a, a, a long period of time mm. before Chloe mm. could, I guess, say to herself and to us that, yeah, OK, if we go again, I'm ready to go again. Yeah, I had yeah. to be in a certain place for sure um, yeah. for me to mentally just be in control of whatever my feelings were. And I was like, I am not having a birth plan. No, no, <laughs> I was so bad. Well, were you scared? Um, I think wanting to get pregnant is one thing, then realising you are pregnant, finding out, and then realising that the baby has to come out. So wasn't like... scared through pregnancy, was like, yeah, let's go again, loved it, loved being pregnant, lo loving it, literally like, yeah, so great, love my bump. Um, <laughs> and then we're getting to, oh, gosh, you know, this has got to come out. 
And then the doctors are like, um, what do you want to do? Because I've had a section before, I actually have an option. Nope, not making a plan. I was so bad, G, literally so bad. I was, you're going to have to make a decision. I am not making a decision. I made, you didn't let me make a decision last time. And look what happened, honestly. I was adamant. It was awful. Um, they were like, well, we're either... Do you think it's because you had a plan first yeah, time and it yeah, didn't yeah. go to plan, that this time you were like, yeah. I've got no plan. You've ruined my plan. I said, you guys ruined my plan. <laughs> I I like a plan, so there's no plan, guys. There's, don't put one on the table because if you put an option on the table and it goes wrong, no. I was like, mm. I was so, I was so adamant. Jay was like, they used to look at me and basically they go, well, say, what did well, she? He was like, well, like, whatever she wants to do. <laughs> and they said to me, you know, I just, all I knew was I wasn't having an emergency again. I wasn't yeah. going through that experience. So I said to them, listen. So we came to a compromise. We we said we'll go over my due date. If I go natural, perfect. If we don't, we're not going to go so far that they have to, you know. They, I don't think they can induce you. They could do other things. And I said, we're not yeah. doing that business. So I said, listen, we'll set a date. If I go natural, perfect. If we get to that date, I'm going in for a planned. And then all the way, they were like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I was just like, well, that's our plan. You know, that is our situation. We'll let, my body is going to make that decision because I'm not going to put any pressure on anybody. And I ended up getting to the planned section. And that experience is so completely different. Really? Um, it's the opposite. It's, it's, it's so calm. And I went in at nine o'clock in the morning. I, you know, I've got baby in my arms at 11 o'clock in the morning. Everything was calm. Every, we, didn't, we didn't know what we were sleep. having, four nights sleep. <laughs> you know, Ace came up, to my, came up to me at two o'clock in the afternoon, saw baby straight away. You know, my recovery was completely different. You know, I was up and walking and left the hospital the next day. It was just a completely different and surreal feeling. Um, even though the the recovery is still obviously it's not mm. straightforward, but I, it wasn't anything compared to the the experience I'd had with Ace. But then, still in the back of my mind, I didn't have that natural birth because that's just something I've always wanted to do. So I'm like, should I? Because then in my head I go, should I have just let myself go and then see if it's going natural? But then there was the you know the option of maybe it then going into an emergency, and I was adamant that wasn't happening again. So I just thought, you know what? That's what happened with the decision we made. I let my body go to a certain point and then, you know, ended up having a plan. But um, Chloe, what would you say to a friend? What would you say to a friend who was, you know, doubting herself in that way? What if she, what about whether she, oh, I would yeah. just say you did the best thing. Whatever happened was the best thing. Um, I would Do say. Do you think maybe you should listen to yourself? <laughs> just so difficult isn't it because yourself isn't it so yeah in my head I'm like oh well you could have got maybe because they when they when they brought her her out they said oh she was in a good position to come out naturally so then I'm thinking should I have <sighs> well you're natural? a bit like why did you tell me that yeah I did know I think she did it on purpose I think she went really oh in the natural position in a great position because obviously they don't necessarily like doing planned and I don't. I feel like oh, I feel a bit defeated because I always wanted. I mean, that's to do also that. a bit of a judgy comment, to be honest. Yeah, but you know, everyone is judgy, and I'm I'm used to that. And industry is very judgy, so I'm I'm used to it. those comments. Just, but I was like, oh, for myself, I would love to have been able to go natural just for myself to be like, yes, I did it. But yeah. I've got healthy babies. I'm healthy. 
And, you know, that's, I'm, I, I live with the fact that, you know, I was in that mind frame of I am not having a plan and mm. this is kind of the compromise and we'll get to that date and we got to that date and I'll live by that. But now if I ever went again, which I don't know if I can go for it, Jay, honestly, the, honestly, I don't think I can do it. Um, is it the recovery? It's the recovery. But so... people forget that it is a major surgery. Like mm. it's not a joke. And obviously, again, obviously, because I've got family in the medical profession and stuff like that, I appreciate the gravity of it. And yeah. so for me, that's why I've always assumed and, and felt like I needed to assume the role that I have with Chloe and stuff like that, because it's not something to take lightly. Mm. Um, but at the same time, like, it, you have to give it space. Like, you have to recover properly. And there's so many people who do themselves damage because they're just like trying to run before they can even walk. Yeah. I mean, this is like, you've, lit, you've gone through a major surgery. Like I remember I had, I had to go on the general anesthetic for my ear, right? And this is just uh, something that had a recurrence here, blah, 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 whatever. Not a big deal. And I, I think Chloe's I was under looking for... at you like, are you talking about your ear right now? Do you know what I mean? Literally, <laughs> I, I was under for probably about an hour, if that. And I, I felt like I needed at least two weeks. How long did it take me to recover like, properly? <laughs> two weeks. And if you think, you know what I mean? And, and then you put that into the perspective of the surgery, you know, the, basically the surgery that any woman would go through in that situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're expected to be back in two, you know, back two days, up running the house, all this sort of stuff. We're just like, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's purely because, as I say, you don't you know you don't go under. It's just not seen as like a a major thing. It's just seen as a routine. You go in, you do it, cut the baby out, and then you go. Yeah, it's not given the respect that it actually no. deserves, mm. and and the care. And I think so quickly after a baby's born, everything is about the baby, and yeah. it is. No one checks in really on the mum's recovery and makes sure that she's taking her time. And I think. So many mums want straight away to be up on their feet and doing. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and I do think like people who have emergency C-sections who thought they were going to have a natural birth, there is that, that feeling of disappointment, that guilt, that judgment that is, I think in motherhood, we carry so much judgment on ourselves. That biggest voice of judgment is us and everything that we've heard beforehand and everything that we thought we were going to be when we became a mum. And that is what weighs heavily. Yeah. So I think it's that that kind of wants us to get up and do things much earlier than we it should. It's like, why can't I? What do you mean? Mm. What's going on? Why is my body not letting me do that? Come on, get a grip, Chloe. Like, come on. Like, but that's where my I feel my role comes in because I will tell Chloe to sit down and not do Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like, you're not doing it. And I was like, well... I'll be like, babe, the dishes can wait. It's not a problem. What was it like when Ace met Kiara? Oh, it was amazing. It was. He... <laughs> I think, you know, I think because it was ended up being planned and we knew in a way that was very good for him um, on yeah. like looking back now, because um, obviously I could say, look, mummy's going to like prepare, prepared him. Mummy's going in today. Mummy's having the baby. The baby's coming out today, you know. And he was like ready. He's got his backpack on. He couldn't wait. And then when we didn't know as a little girl, and then obviously then <sighs> Daddy said, oh, I've had a little girl, and we'd obviously planned for him to come to the hospital and you were going to get him from the elevator and then bring him in. And I didn't want to be holding Kiara. I wanted the baby yeah. to be in her little um, bassinet next to me because I wanted him to feel like I didn't want him to walk into the three of us I also didn't want him to walk into mummy holding baby I wanted him to go straight or to whoever he wanted because I wanted him to have the choice and he's older so I wanted him to make sure that he made that choice so he came in and he was so emotional wasn't he he was like she's real 
she's here, she's mine. And then there's just pictures of him sitting, like staring at her. And then he was like, mommy, can I, can I cuddle you? Cause he wasn't sure. So then he was cuddling me and then he was just, and then he said, can I hold her? And then he's holding her and he was just like, she's perfect. Like he's just, he's such a lovely little boy. He is, like he's, he's <laughs> such got a lovely heart. Yeah. And he was just completely in love with her and, he was absolutely, he just, he wanted to push her in the pram. He wanted to bring her home. And then, well, we all obviously came home together and um, I got him a present from her. And so he opened that and he was like, gosh, she's so cool, isn't she? Gosh, she knows what I like. Like, he's so, so lovely. Like, but now he's just like, mum, send her out, send her back, mum. <laughs> he said it to me, went, mum, what do I have to have a sister for? She's so annoying, mum. Yeah, so I'm just like she is that sister though. She is. She's like she's like digging in, or she's poking. Him. She's like Ace, can I have a kiss? And then she'll kiss him one minute, next minute she'll push him. He's just like, Mum, what's this? Why did we have to have her? Can we send her back to the hospital? <laughs> so I go from oh my gosh, he's like so in love, loves her. Now he's like oh Mum, send her back. But they're proper brother and sister. Yeah, it's so funny. I think so. Going from one to two, I think one of the major things that I was really worried about was the dynamic. Yeah, because it was all about Buzz. Buzz had our full attention and how we would feel, how he would feel. You know, having a sibling and how that would change everything within the family forever. Mm. But actually, like you just said, the dynamic is constantly changing. Yeah, mm. constantly changing. I was really emotional when I was about to have Kiara. I was like. I don't think we can do this. I don't think, you know, I don't want to love anyone. I'm not going to be able to love anyone more than Ace. Like, I just, how can I share my love? How can I? And then you do. This baby comes and then you're just like, the love just, you know, doubles. It's not about yeah. sharing. It's just mm. more love. And then, yeah, as you say, as they grow and they're changing all the time, the dynamics, like we're at a stage where, you know, they're getting on each other's nerves. And then in the morning, like they can't live without each other. And then Ace goes to school and she's like, why can't I go with him? Like, <laughs> it's just constant, isn't it? Because they're changing all the time. Yeah. Mm. How do you think having kids has affected your relationship? Oh, that's a really good question. I really do feel like it's deepened our relationship, like on mm. so many levels. And I feel even though they are there all the time, aren't they? They're there. They are all like, the time. Like, you know, you wake up and someone's on your head or, yeah. you know, you're going to sleep and somebody, but oh, I might need a wee now, you know. I feel like it's midnight and I need a wee. Like, you need to put me on the potty. I'm just, you know, they're always there. They're just yeah. there constantly. Like, they're hanging off a leg and you're just like, oh. Um, We've really had to, because we, we're, I believe in communication is key. Like, yeah. I, I think, you know, no matter how bad things are, how good things are, you have to communicate as a couple. You have to. And I think we've, it's really made us, you know, really dig deep in, in ourselves to work out what we want to be, what kind of people we want to be for our children, how we want to act as a couple, how we want to, you know, portray ourselves to our children. And I really think we've had to look deep in ourselves and then communicate to each other. And I think it's deepened our relationship that way. And mm. I think not having the children, we would have done that, but I think we probably wouldn't have, I don't know, I feel like it's just, I think the kids have really brought that out in us where we've had to really dig deep between us. What do mm. you think? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think that our, for me, my appreciation of Chloe has gone up, which sounds weird because obviously I've always appreciated her, but I feel like 
And especially as an example, like this today, I was with the kids by myself. <laughs> what did she say to me today? I You're never like, leaving me. She's never leaving me. I went, what? Nah. I went, what do you mean? That's what you said to me. She went, no, 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 you have no choice. You're never leaving. <laughs> and I went, actually, you haven't explained why. So do you want to tell us all why? Why I can never leave you? I'm stuck to you for life. I'm just not, I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it by myself. <laughs> why? Because what happened today? Nothing happened. They were really, really good. I just, as I say, my appreciation for Chloe, even today, has deepened because I'm just like, she does this all the time. She's always yeah. with both of them all the time, running up to football, to this, to that, to school, to whatever. And don't get me wrong, I will do it on occasion, but nine times out of ten, we're together as a family, especially if I'm yeah. doing it. You know, running to school and back is one thing, but do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, having a full day and doing all the activities and being out of the house, you know, whatever, with the kids by yourself is a completely different thing. So you're on the thing. sidelines today with Kiara asking, I'm yeah. telling you, I haven't even asked them, but Kiara asking to go to the toilet, yeah. she's asking for snacks, then Ace is coming over for something else. So yeah. today you felt like you were juggling all those balls today. Yeah, and then he went, he went to me today, he went, and you were hotting me up. I was like, no, darling, I was just asking for your number, for a number of someone. I wasn't even on your case because I knew what you're dealing with. So <laughs> he's, he, imagine how I feel with everything else I'm trying to juggle. No, I, know. And the... I know how you feel. And that's what I'm saying. My appreciation just deepens. And I, as I say, I've always respected Chloe, of course, but like my level of respect and appreciation and understanding. And... I think I need to send them out with the kids more often, don't you? I know. No. It just deepens <laughs> because you recognise what, well, I recognise what you do. do you well, I so think valuable. we'll be doing, we're going to be doing more of this one, G. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be, that's a little tick list there. I think you need to appreciate more. Take both the I kids out. I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you all the time. But yeah. If you could both write a letter, in, like, separately, if you could write letters on parenthood, so on being a dad and on being a mum, who would you write a letter to and what would it say? Oh, I'd probably write letters to my children. I was going to say, to Ace. Um, and I would probably just say, do you know what, enjoy, try and enjoy everything, you know, take time. Life is fast-paced. Life is fast. And I'd say, you know, take lots of pictures and write. Try and write stuff. Even if you wrote letters, you know, even if you wrote to yourself saying, because... I used to I used to write a diary a lot. I used to just write stuff or this is how I felt. And I'd go back and I'd be like, wow, it's amazing to read those things. Or, you know, I know that, you know, I wanted to be a, I really want to be a mum when I'm older. I used to write in a diary. And I just think it's important to, you know, keep track of those things and then just give advice and say, you know, it's not easy. It's, no, it's yeah. not, not all the time is going to be easy, but just to... Try and enjoy every moment that you can because life literally is, is is so crazy. Even in this time of lockdown that we're going through, it still feels very quick. Like, take time, make memories, as many memories as possible because tomorrow's never, you know, never promised. Yeah, I, I think the same. The first thing I thought was to, to write to the children and especially for age, I think for me as a father, especially in the black community, you know, the role of the father, not not always. Um, I think it's changing, um, but historically it's been underrepresented, and I already see it in Ace anyway. But just to encourage him to be the father figure that I believe he was born and created to be, 
you know, and just to rem just to take that responsibility with both hands, and um, yeah, as Chloe said, to appreciate every single moment that it brings, good and bad. Mm. You know, there are obviously difficult moments, but I think all of the moments, good, bad, in between, because you learn. Yeah, is what shapes you. You know, what gives you the experience, what helps you to learn, as you say. And I, I've I've definitely had that well with both children learning more than I ever imagined that I'd learn actually um mm. and just being able to pass some of that wisdom on I think and just to, it, more more as an encouragement than anything else I don't think it's quite right to say well do what we did or anything no. like that but more just to say you can't you know there isn't a trial and error you know you can just work stuff out it is a, a journey that you and your other half will have, you know, all that sort of stuff. And just mm. to, yeah, just to give that encouragement. And hope, I think. Yeah. That, you know, even when the things are hard and tough, that, you know, you do pull through it. And then you, yeah. you do, you come through, you do come through the other end. There is light at the end yeah. of the tunnel. There is, um, whatever way that is. Um, yeah. There's a reason and a season for everything. Oh, here he goes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. A reason and a season. Here he goes. Thanks. <laughs> um, guys, <laughs> I would like you. We finish every episode with you finishing these three sentences. Okay. So, Chloe, it would be being a mum. For JP, it's being a dad. Being a mum means being a mum means everything to me. Just everything I ever wanted to be, and I love being. I love the role, and I also love to try and help other mothers. Um, in any way I can, you know, even if it's just listening to people cry, you know, or always just to say it's always, okay, it is always, it's okay. Yeah. But it means, it literally means everything to me. As Yeah, a bit cheesy, but it, is, it does. <laughs> JV, being a dad means? Um, being a dad means putting my family before myself. Um, I just, that's something that I have adopt or tried to adopt ever since knowing that we were going to have our first and it's something that I just continue continue to remind myself every day you know I just I've, I've always felt like they're my responsibility and you know about any of them including Chloe um it just doesn't work do you know what I mean and so for me um just remembering to be there for them to put them first um yeah, is what being a dad for me is all about. Since having children, I... <laughs> Since having children, I have learned more than I've ever learned in my life. <laughs> um, honestly, it is the, it's been the steepest, um, most exciting learning curve I've ever had. And I just feel like you wake up in the morning and you literally have no idea what you're gonna get. No, None. No idea. Honestly. And for me it's worse. Like I go away and then I come I'm literally overnight and I come back. It's slowed down a little bit with Ace, but even with Ace, like after a few days I I get it. You know, and he's like speaking in a certain way because he's been at school all week and he's just like, yeah, daddy, da 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 And I'm literally just like, where has this come from? Yeah. And Kiara's <laughs> in that phase, you know, you've got the same with Max probably, where he, she's just learning stuff every single day. Mm, yeah. And she'll like sit and listen to whatever on telly or, you know, we'll play a game or we'll, you know, pick something up from Ace at school or whatever. And she's like, yeah, you know, that's right, daddy. And then it's like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? And she's just coming out with all these words and all these things. It's just unbelievable. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, as I say, for me, it's just been an incredible learning curve. 
Mm. Chloe, since having children, I? Learned a lot about myself. Um, yeah, in so, uh, in so many different ways. Like I feel like I've learned different layers of Chloe. Um, yeah. Good layers, bad layers, just different. And as well as well of Jay, like I feel like Jay is a completely different person. And I think us as individuals, I really feel like we've, I think you said learned, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, I've really learned from reading about us yeah. and what we're like and how we respond to things. And we really try and not argue in front of the children. Like we really try and if he, he's really doing my head in, I just look <laughs> at him and I'm just like, yeah, I'll get you later. But just because I, I just how we cope with different things and our patience and um yeah, I really I've learned a lot about myself and I've learned a lot about Jay as an individual. I was it's really changed us as uh, people. Mm. And I'm happy when? I'm happy when we're all sitting on the sofa. We've all got, you know, popcorn and we're watching a film that everyone wants to watch because that's a thing right now. Like, it's a thing. <laughs> it's the like, hour oh, debate. <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch that. I want to Like, where everybody's cool. Everyone's chill. We're all snuggled. And then you just, I'm, they were in between us. I look at Jay and I'm just like, this is, this is... This is nice, you know. Yeah. We're all here at home, under a blanket, e eating popcorn. Like this is this is pretty cool. Oh, well, guys, thank you so much for giving us some of your time, your evening time. Thanks um, for having it's us. It's been so lovely to chat. <laughs> it's always. been a pleasure as always. Ah, you too. Thank <laughs> you so so much. I'll speak to you soon. You Absolutely. will do.